Have you ever had one of those days where you're just like, huh, what else can go wrong? So today I wanted to go to the coffee shop to get some work done from my business, working on some new um, meal planning templates. So don't prescribe meal plans, but I want people to learn how to prep things for themselves. Anywho, um, I am at my parents' house. And they live in the suburbs, and the closest coffee shop was three miles away. And I was like, hmm, I'm gonna walk three miles. That's, you know, a 20 minute mile. It's gonna take an hour to get there. Oh, I think I need to drive. So, drove, parked, got to the coffee shop. Wi Fi is not working, like, at all. It's taking, like, forever to get photos from my phone onto my computer and so I'm like all right this is ridiculous I'm leaving now I am looking for my car because I do not remember where I parked it at all because I um I'm in this little downtown area of the suburb cannot remember where I parked so we're gonna we're gonna walk from the coffee shop to the car and hopefully by the end of this I will have found my car but um, yeah I just want to say like if you are not implementing meat into your life um, moving your body getting yourself up and about and moving you need to you gotta um, a lot of people think that they have a slow metabolism or you know things are just not what they used to be but if you think about it when you were younger you probably moved around a heck of a lot more than you do now um, a lot of us have office jobs and we sit and we type and we have back problems because we're sitting and we're hunched over and we have eye problems because we stare at a computer all day long um, and we're not doing those things that you know we did when we were kids running around outside with our friends not on technology um so we gotta we gotta do those things for ourselves neat has changed my life now it's just been like a non-negotiable i'm getting in 10k steps if i've gotten in 15k even better but even just last night you know i looked down at my my pedometer and i was like holy crap i've taken like 3,000 steps the whole day i need to get to 10k so that meant Jameson and I getting outside, you know, going for a walk, getting to 10,000 steps no matter what. Um, and I thought about, you know, maybe I should go run because I can get to 10K faster. But then I know Jam Jameson is just too old. She's, goodness, 11 and a half. She cannot run. And I was like, we'll just, we'll just walk. It's fine. We'll just walk. But um, yeah, I really, I highly recommend getting steps in. If you have a Fitbit or an Apple Watch, great. If you don't, you know, there's super easy things you can do, like taking the stairs instead of taking the elevator, um, getting up every 90 minutes, setting a timer, getting up at every like 50 minute mark on the hour, you know, just doing whatever, getting up and moving your body. Um, a lot of times we think, oh no, I have to work so hard, like I, I can't, I can't take these breaks, but you end up, you know, when you, you implement self-care, you're able to actually work better because you're not as burnt out, 
Um, you're taking that time for yourself. And also just like, you're less bitter when you're doing something for yourself. And I think it's just so important, especially a lot of our jobs, like we, you know, we're so dedicated to them, but we got to take that self, that time for self-care. You're going to get burned out if you don't. And that's why I always think of exercise as a form of self-care. Running is self-care. Lifting weights is self-care. Eating healthy is self-care. Those are doing things I'm doing for my longevity. They're not things that I'm doing to, um, I don't know, to hurt myself, to punish myself. Even working on a weight loss goal is not to add harm to my life. It's always, always to add value. Um, if we think about these things as punishing ourselves or, you know, taking something away, then we're going to quit because who's like, how long are you going to punish yourself? How much, you know, how much can you hate yourself? It's not going to last. So I always, always think about anything, you know, health or fitness related, setting value to my life. It's not taking away. Um, you know, that doesn't, that doesn't mean that it's not hard and there's going to be times that it's a struggle or I don't want to do it. Um, you know, there's times I don't want to brush my teeth or wash my face, but I still do it because I know it's, you know, adding value to my, my life, making my teeth brighter, you know, preventing cavities, making my skin look better. Um, so yeah, I always, it's just that mindset shift, mindset shift. Um, I'm adding value. I am not hurting myself. I'm not doing bad things to myself. Um, and that just makes it more, you know, it makes it doable. It makes it something that you can do for life and not just something that you're doing for 21 days and then thinking that you're done, but just like, nope, this is a routine that I do to add value to my life and, you know, make things easier on my body. So, um, I got a message a couple days ago about why I talk about calories so much and I thought it was interesting because um I used to be afraid of calories like I used to oh gosh I can't count calories I don't want to know how many calories are in this um and it's probably because I didn't understand what calories were and I just thought you know calories I got to cut them out you know I don't want to think about calories or calories are bad like they're harmful and so I developed this fear of food and fear of numbers um, but the interesting thing is a lot of times we fear things that we don't know about. We fear other cultures. We fear other people because we don't know enough about them. And we're just afraid of things that we don't know. And we get anxiety or we hear snippets about things, but we don't know the real truth. And so we develop fear. So it's been really interesting the last couple of months, learning more about calories, learning more about energy, learning more about macronutrients and, um, getting over my my fear of these things um, by learning more about them. So not just like dissecting food and finding out, you know, exactly how many carbs or protein or fat or calories are in them, but really understanding how my body works, how um, food is actually fuel. Um, it's food, you know, fuel that tastes delicious. But um, yeah, so it's been really interesting getting over those fears. And so I do talk about calories because that is, um, you know, how we lose weight is by creating a calorie deficit, whether we want to know those exact numbers or not. That is how we lose weight. And so when you do something like clean eating, um, 
you lose weight by creating a calorie deficit. If you overeat on clean foods, you're not going to lose weight. Which, um, so yeah, like a couple years ago, I lost weight by doing Whole30 because I created a calorie deficit. Because I stopped eating so much processed food, I created a calorie deficit and that's how I lost weight. My body felt great because I wasn't eating as many processed foods, as many, um, just, you know, all of the <laughs> fried Oreos because I wasn't eating 12 fried Oreos after dinner. I wasn't having an extra 3,000 calories. You know, my, my body felt better. But I, you know, there were times that I felt deprived. There were times that because I couldn't have any of those fun foods, I would binge. Um, I would tell myself, no, you can't have this. And then eventually cave in and have it. So I think it's really important to learn about, you know, like what real foods are, what superfoods are, how they're going to help you, but also be real to yourself. Like, um, if you do want to work on a weight loss goal, if if that is your goal, you can't overconsume things like nuts or avocados or I don't know. Those are the big ones or coconut oil. I think those are the big three that I see a lot of people overeating on those things and then getting frustrated because they're like, well, I'm eating clean. I'm eating healthy. Yeah, but when you add 700 calories of coconut oil and avocado and almonds or almond butter, just because it's clean and it doesn't have the added ingredients that you might find in other types of oils or you know, other candy bars, whatever, just because it doesn't have that stuff doesn't mean you can go crazy and have all of those. So um, this message, it said, you know, I know people that have um, developed eating disorders or um, metabolic damage because of healthy calorie depletion methods. And I, I want to dissect that phrase, depletion methods. You should not be eating like 200 calories a day or 1,000 calories a day, 12,000 calories, 1,200 calories a day. That's ridiculous. Um, you need to find what your body needs in order to burn fat. And it all depends on how much you move your body. If you're going to CrossFit classes, you're going to need more calories that's, than someone that has a sedentary life, than someone that sits at a desk if you're a construction worker or you are a nurse and you're up on your feet all day moving your body you're gonna need more calories you're gonna need more energy because that's what calories are calories are units of energy so there's not good calories and bad calories calories literally just are units of energy so yeah we need energy in our bodies to um, move but what happens is if we have an excess, we have a surplus of energy, we're going to develop fat on our body. Your body um, is not using that energy. You're going to create fat. If you um, create a calorie deficit by eating fewer calories, moving your body more, you're going to lose weight. Um, and so, you know, if you want to build muscle, definitely need protein and <laughs> lifting weights. But um, there should never be a time that you are eating 1,000 calories. Like, that's not safe for anyone. And so I never recommend that to people. And also, you don't have to get obsessed and, like, um, feel like calories are bad. I mean, if you start to notice yourself doing these things, you got to take a step back and realize that calories literally aren't bad. <laughs> you need calories to live. Um, I do have this requirement that I, I don't work with clients that have eating disorders because I don't have that X 
expertise. I am not a counselor. I'm not a psychologist. Um, I'm not an eating disorder specialist. So I do not work with people that have those disorders because that's not my specialty. And you definitely need to reach out to um, an expert in that field to help you with things. But I do help people get over um, the fear of calories if they're in a safe place because, I mean, calories literally are energy and we need energy to move our bodies in order to get stronger. Um, You can't run on empty. You do need you need, you do need fuel. If you're gonna go do a workout, you're gonna go for a run. You're gonna go do these things. You need fuel in your body. Um, we just don't want too much fuel. You think about your car. You need gas in your car to move, right? Well, what happens if you put too much in there? Obviously, <laughs> not good for your car. Even think about water. We need water in our body. We need water to you know survive. But if you have too much water, that's detrimental to your health as well you could die from having too much water. So it's really about finding that sweet spot. And, you know, it it just depends on your body. It depends on how much you move, your goals. Um, It all depends on unique things with you. There's no one right size. Um, And even day to day, if you're running a half marathon, you're going to need more fuel in your body than when it's winter and you're sitting inside and not doing a whole lot. Um, so yeah, it just all depends and there is no magical, there is no magical plan that works all the time. It's all about listening to cues from your body and finding out what it is you want to accomplish. The other thing, um, I've had some people reach out to me that, um, they're like, I'm training for this half marathon or this full marathon. And I'm like, that's great. I love it. (laughs) You, you guys know, um, I love running marathons, but When you're running a marathon or you're running a half marathon or you have something like that, a specific like performance goal, that needs to be your goal. Don't make weight loss your goal. Um, You need that fuel in your body. You can't work, you know, work on having a calorie deficit. Um, You're going to be out there in the middle of the long run and be like, crap, I don't have enough fuel in my body. So I always encourage people that are working on those long distances to make that their goal and not... um, not weight loss. Um, you might lose weight in the process because maybe you're eating better foods because you notice you do better when you're eating more plant-based foods than processed foods. And so you end up eating fewer calories because you're not eating so many processed foods. Um, so you might see weight loss along the way. But if you're training for a full marathon or half marathon, weight loss really shouldn't be your goal. Make the performance your goal. And then after that, you can kind of narrow in and, you know, maybe you'll do some 5Ks and weight loss will be your goal during those times. Um, but yeah, <laughs> for those longer distances, I highly recommend people not focus on weight loss, but really just focus on, you know, doing doing awesome, finishing the race. Who even cares what your time is? Just work on finishing the race and feeling strong and confident. And yeah, all right, guys. Good news. All this walking, got some meat in, found my car. Or a car that looks a lot like my car. I don't know. Let's hope. All right, guys. I hope you have a good one. Take care. Bye. The podcast you just heard was recorded with Anchor. If you want to make your own, download the Android or iOS app completely free from anchor.fm slash podcast. That's anchor.fm slash podcast.